You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Chris, we've done it. We've recorded the first episode of Game of Shows. How do you feel? Yeah, good. I mean, it finally happened after, what was it? A year and a half, two years? Maybe? I think it's, it's been a long time in the making. We first were chatting about it. It must be, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I was talking about it to people when my youngest was in Harry Potter. So that yeah. was probably two, two and a half years ago. And I had spoken to John Robbins about doing it then. And uh, he was up for it. And he was in Hamilton, actually. So that we'd probably be able to date it by that. But he was in Hamilton at the time. So we were going to have a Hamilton team. And then I had another friend who was in Harry Potter, which I'm hoping still will get a Potter team. Although I know it's technically not a musical. I think we can bend the rules you, slightly, can't you we? You make an exception yeah. for, for Harry Potter, don't you? So that's quite I mean, cool that, that John was like on the, on the list for the first one. And I then totally he's, he's wanted John to do the first one. one. Yeah, because yeah, he, he's, he's such a great guy. He's like, I just texted him and said, I want to do a quiz, whatever. And he just writes back and goes, yep, I'm up for it, whatever. Yeah. You know. And he's always been like that. He's, um, he's, he's uh, very laid back. And, uh, you know, despite that reputation, he's got for being <laughs> uptight and uh, being uptight and stroppy. You know, yeah. he's really not. No. What people say about him, it's not, it's unfair. Yeah, I think, I really. think they'll, they'll hear that when they listen to the podcast. They will. I, mean, I think we've probably done a lot to salvage his Yeah, his, his, his range of uh, musical theatre knowledge obviously does come across quite well in the podcast, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. He, he, te- he texted at one point and said, I will do your quiz, but I don't know anything. Um, he I mean, clearly I does. think that was all a, all a ruse. Yeah, that was all a lie. He wanted us to lull the, the opposing team into a false sense of security. Yeah, and I, do you know what I like? I like that, obviously, when we were talking about this and we were planning it, our initial uh, hurdle was to get everyone in the same room, wasn't it? And now, obviously, yeah. due to lockdown, now it's, it's like... That seems like such a naive thing yeah. to try and do because everyone has matinees on different days. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to record it at uh, the the college where we have studios down in uh, kind of southeast London in Abbey Wood. London College of Performing London Arts. London College of Performing Arts. Just just a quick plug, quick plug. <laughs> um, first class, first class training. Oh yeah, training, BTEC training. Yep, 16 to We'll 19. talk about that more another time. We'll definitely, <laughs> let's have a word from our sponsor. Yeah, exactly. Performing Arts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we were asking people to come out there and then of course, yeah, you've got to find times when everyone was available. And it just never happened, did it? It was just pulling, pulling the whole thing together. I think what was important for us that it came across like a fun kind of night out or night in or what, however you want to look at it. And I think getting four current performers on an evening where they I know, and I didn't even have to have a little the drink. Or, I know, yeah. <laughs> bring your own be your booze. It was, bring, it your, was own bring your own booze. <laughs> that is what I'm going to have to put in the email when we ask future contestants. It's on Zoom, so you've got to get yeah. yourself a bit pissed yeah. during the proceedings. But um, yeah, and yeah. I, and I remember we got really busy with with stuff at the college and that sort of thing, and so it just kind of got pushed to one side. Yeah. But I never forgot about our little quiz. Um, no, it was. It was, and it then, was nice when you kind of brought it up again a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, and, and I just we like try? well, I had been thinking about it all the way through lockdown and had been really busy with a few other things and and kind of thinking, nah, I won't do it. And then everything was like you'd said to me so many times, "I've got to do a quiz tonight. I'm doing a quiz tonight. I'm doing yeah. a quiz." And um, and then I was just thinking about podcasts and that sort of thing and listening to loads of podcasts. And I know you listen to podcasts yeah. as well. And thinking, why do we just listen? Let's make one. Let's do it. And actually, everyone who I've mentioned it to are really excited about the idea, I think, of this kind of yeah. battling yeah. two current teams off I love it. against each other. I love it. And that is the the, the aim. And I think we ca- there are certain exceptions I would be prepared to make. But I think the aim should always to be like people in the current cast of a yeah. show because I think that's what's really exciting for an audience as well isn't yeah, it definitely and obviously lockdown is such a 
kind of a bizarre time that yeah. no one's in the current cast of a show. No, no, exactly. So you can't say, oh, you know, these people were on stage last night and they'll be on stage again tonight, which is kind of the exciting thing yeah. as well. But it really gives um, it gives everyone who's listening at a kind of a glimpse into these people during lockdown as well and what they're doing with their time. And everyone's trying to be creative, aren't they? Everyone's yeah. either making music or, or you know, recording making stuff. Or making a podcast. Yeah, probably <laughs> 50 million new podcasts. Um, this one was genuinely planned a couple of years ago originally. Um, and the, the only thing that's missing was, was the buzzers that we got ready for, for the round. <laughs> I ordered. I, yeah. I should, oh, where are they? I think they're in my office, but I, I ordered... I was very pleased with them when they came, but uh, I would think we'd have to mic them up individually because it's just, yeah. uh, and they're like little toy, toy ones. So, but the, um, no, the buzzer noises were absolutely brilliant. I, you know, pra- practically perfect. The only oh. trouble was we all thought that, uh, that ZZ's answer to the don't cry for me Argentina oh, yeah, question was, was what's, what song is this? <laughs> practically perfect. Don't be stupid, ZZ. I think it was Charlie's reaction, wasn't it? Yeah. That's, that's not the answer. That's oh, no, not it's the not, answer. It's not. <laughs> She's brilliant. And, um, and then John's very God on high. God we on expect, high. I expect him God on high. I no, know. Like, God on high. No, yeah, very reserved as John at that point. And then Charlie, step in time. Step in time. Yeah. I feel like he might have had the advantage with that's an easier character line, isn't it, for him? But um, and I, and and uh, Shan was very upset that she never got to say "lovely ladies." Know, lovely she, ladies. She didn't. She wasn't feeling. Wasn't feeling it. Um. So I suppose just to explain a little bit what we're doing here, I suppose we should maybe explain that we just thought after the the edit, we had quite a lot of material left over, didn't we? Kind of you did. We, a bit there, of yes, we and, had a, a lovely long chat with the guys, and rather than make it a, a an hour and a half's worth of quizzing we thought we'd give you a little bonus episode yeah so yeah who doesn't like a little bonus treat on who the side doesn't like a little bonus treat so uh should we do, let's put that we'll, we'll do that now so what's coming up now is uh the uh interview section where we just sit and chat with our amazing first show special guests john robbins shan aiko from les mis uh and zizi strallen and charlie stemp from mary poppins and this is uh, when we all met on Zoom to record the first episode. Game of Shows! So, Shan, you are Eponine. Yes. How long have you been playing Eponine? I've been playing Eponine since last August. It's been great. And how, is it, how has it been for you? Are, are you Because you, you come from a kind of a pop and soul and, and rock background rather than a musical theatre background. Yeah, yeah. So how did you find yourself in Les Mis? Well, I was um, the Cameron's um, casting company obviously found me online or through X Factor and they said, would I be up for auditioning? Because they, they probably thought I was correct for the role. And, you know, that's a bit of casting. They, you know, you get all sorts of people involved. So I was like, OK, let me give it a try. I wasn't sure if it was up my street. But I thought, had you seen Les Mis, you, you were you familiar with the role? Of I the wasn't show even familiar with the role. I wasn't familiar with the show. I knew I dreamed a dream. I knew I knew I was aware of the poster, but I had never seen it. And I was aware that there was a movie out about it that I'd never got to see. But can you believe? So yeah. Are you a musical theatre fan yourself? I do like. I do enjoy yeah. musical theatre. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> yes, I, just, I, thought, I thought you were going to say no. I hate. I've never I watched musicals. I've, I've been to see musicals like Wicked. Fantastic. 
Christina and all of those yeah, that's, that's good because it's kind of the theme tonight so I was Absolutely. just, I was just but I was the one I hadn't seen was Les Mis yeah. yeah yeah so do you think you can draw any comparisons from X Factor to Les Mis um comparisons no they're totally different totally different yeah I wouldn't they're two different ball games literally which are both exciting. Um, and you are a singer-songwriter as well, yes. according to Wikipedia. Yes, so are you managing to make music at all during lockdown? I am. I'm excited. So I'm like recording some songs, revoicing them at the moment. So that takes time. But I'm excited to get some stuff out. I think it'll be wise for me to work on that, work on my music. And it's a, a great pleasure to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having Mr. John Robbins, how are you? Hello, so I'm good, you right? Yeah, I'm very good. You're Jean Valjean. I was thinking perhaps you must be perhaps the only person to have played Marius, Angeras and Jean Valjean. I think I might be, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, I, I think that's a heck of an achievement. Well, it just, you know, not very versatile, what can I say? Um, <laughs> You're only doing I mean, French Revolution. Yeah, I can only... And, and, king, and king and royalty, and English Yes, royalty. that was a small departure. No, I think Ramin's done all three, I think. Um, ah. But you'd have, to, you'd have to check. And so is, is Javert on the horizon? Yeah, I'm going to get all five done, um, all five male principles done at some point. I want that. I want that headline. That would be that would be pretty awesome. Uh, how old were you when you were first in Les Mis? Twenty. And, as, and that was as, as Marius. Yeah, Marius right? in two thousand and eight, and I was twenty-five, I think, something like that. Yeah, wow. twenty-five. You, you must have been like five when the show opened. Uh, uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was what three-ish. And did you get to play Jean Valjean in the old production? No, I did. My Lena's Journey um, starts back in 2007 um, and I auditioned for Ensemble and didn't get it. Um, and then I went and did a couple other things and then auditioned for Marius for the original production with the Revolve. Um, and that I did that for a year. And then um, I was moved on to the UK tour that was the first production of the new production. And I did Andres in that. Um, and that was like reinventing the wheel, which was really difficult. And then, but worthwhile, I think they came up, we came up with some, some good stuff. Um, reinventing the wheel that didn't rotate anymore. <laughs> yeah, the stationary wheel. And then almost 10 years to the day in the same room at Three Mills Studios um, in East London, I came back to rehearse the new production for the West End that we're doing now as the third role, uh, Varjan. So that was a very odd sort of 10 year bookend. And it was, it was weird because it was the same creatives and I think I'm the only person to do that both, both casts so far. There'll be others, but at the moment it's just me. And they were talking about, well, when we were here 10 years ago, you remember, don't you, John? And that really freaked me out. But no, it's, it's great to see something that, you know, you get to create because we don't get to create very much in musical theatre. Generally, we're recreating other people's work. And when you get the opportunity to create new work, it's... Um, it's yes, cool. in a way, you've, you've, you've created the role of Jean Valjean, in a way. In this, <laughs> I'm, in this new... I'm not going to we'll say that. that. I'm we'll going to say... Well, I just say it. just... <laughs> It's on tape. <laughs> um, I got, we got to create bits, bits of this production. Yeah, we've... we've um, I think Bradley, uh, uh, Jaden, uh, and I have um, 
have have souped up the the confrontation a little bit. It's very physical. There there was definitely not a judo flip in the original. There is now. Um, we've we've done bits of bits of staging that we're very proud of, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's a great it's a great production. We're really looking forward to going back to it at some yeah, point. Can't wait to go back. I bet. Yeah, indeed. Thank you, John. Thank you. Shall we move on? Let's move on. Thank you so much, John. That's very very brilliant. <laughs> Okay, um, on our Poppins team, we have Western Royalty, Zizi Strallen. Uh, Zizi, thank you so much for being a part of our show this evening. No worries. Uh, what's it like growing up in an acting dynasty, a West End dynasty, the Strallen family? I mean, I don't know any different, so <laughs> I guess it's just, it's just the norm to me. Did you ever want to rebel and be a doctor or a lawyer or something and just... Yeah, go, go I did actually. Um, when I was younger, I got into a very academic school, and I got an academic scholarship. Sorry about it. And <laughs> um, and uh, and then I went there for a couple of terms and hated my life and begged my parents to let me go to art said um, and they didn't want me to go obviously because they thought I was going to be the lawyer of the family. Um, and actually make some actual money and have a decent like life. Um, but, uh, uh, so yeah, I managed to get myself a grant from Hammersmith and Fulham Borough and sent myself to Arts Educational. Um, so wow. yeah, at 12. <laughs> Not determined at all. So when, when you were at home growing up, I'm, I'm assuming that you did a lot of like shows and things with your sisters, but who played the lead? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was any I mean, fights or was it like auditioning well, to get the parts or we've got lots of different characters in, in my family but I'd say Summer's probably the, mo- the most like bullshit one or I don't know and probably Sats but the thing is is that like obviously it was in my in my family it was very much like Summer and Scarlet were the two older ones and then there's six years and then me and Sass. Um so yeah we, we didn't have that kind of childhood together thing which is a bit of a shame and we had very different lifestyles because summer and scarlet (laughs) were literally brought up in the theater like my mum and dad were doing cats and song and dance and stuff when summer and scarlet were little i was also going to ask you obviously you're back playing mary poppins once again yeah uh obviously we're in lockdown at the moment (laughs) yeah not right now (laughs) kind of weird so not right now but what what's it been like revisiting that role because obviously you did it you did it before a few years ago yeah so I did it I started it in 2015 um I did the UK tour for 18 months um and a bit of Dubai um and uh yeah and then two and a half years later um came back to it for London um which you know I was just really really thrilled that it was happening because it was sort of one of those things that when we were on the tour it was always talked about but you know we didn't know when it was happening so yeah like we um I, I'm really glad I'm just really really happy to be back playing it again and I get to do it with Charlie Stemp this time so it just get makes to do it, it with, even better yes with, with also well you're all West End royalty aren't you really let's face it yeah. but but so we, we've literally got Valjean, Eponine, Mary Poppins and Bert I was going to say in the studio, in the in the, the metaphorical studio. studio. Welcome, Charlie Stemp. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and you, you've had an interesting last few years as well. I've done, you? yeah. I've, I've had a bit of a crazy couple of years actually. It's been 
Uh, we were just saying earlier that lockdown's given you a chance to have a bit of a rest, a bit of a break and catch and, your breath uh, a little bit. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll always find time to be lazy. Let's make that very <laughs> clear. But uh, no, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a, a crazy couple of years. And um, this, I was, I was saying it's lockdown's quite strange because for some people it's been very hard, and very hard to be on their own or to, you know, but I'm very lucky. I'm, I'm with friends. I'm with a load of mates. So with my lovely girlfriend. So we're, we're doing really well. We're watching all the Marvel movies. We're, you know, we're getting through and we watched all the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbits. We're, we're geeking out. We're having the best time. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. And uh, just tell us, how was New York when you were, were there in Hello Dolly? That must have been a, a, an incredible time and experience. It was, yeah, it was wonderful. I was, I was what, 20, 23, 24. Um, and it was very, very kind of eye-opening to see the other side of the pond and how they deal with theater and how they deal with things. I always, I always say the one thing that always baffled me the most was they don't use the word stagey. They don't have a word. Stagey. They don't use, they don't have a term for someone who loves theater so much that it's negative. So this kind of love that they have for theater is just so engrossed and so kind of like not intense. Cause it's not, it's not bad. It's incredible. Um, and that that certainly reverberates when everyone knows everyone like on the west end and it's just a it's a family it's like here you know yeah yeah when I, I i was there a few years back one my show was off broadway and i think if i hadn't had a a family here i would have wanted to stay forever yeah. were you ever tempted to to not oh, come yeah, back yeah there, be, definitely was. there was definitely a period when I, I called my agent i said right let's let's get on to let's get onto it and try and see if we can get a visa um but then I think as well, I'm I'm so I'm such a London boy. I was born and bred in London, so this is this is my home. And as much as I loved it out there, I I kind of after a after a couple of weeks of trying to get through the legal process of trying to maybe stay, I realised as well that London's my home, and I, that that's going to be very hard to change. That. Yeah. Well said. We're glad to have you back. Well, I'm sure you'll be glad to be back in New York. I have to say, I mean, I, I, I said I, I would have been tempted to stay. I'm not convinced I would have had a chance in hell of getting a visa of being allowed to stay anyway. So it was all it was all academic, really. Game of Shows. Aren't they lovely people, Chris, to, uh, to, to just really... Um... Yeah, really, really good. It's kind of nice to hear a little bit of information about them, isn't it? And get to know them a bit more personally they were very relaxed and um and and really entered into the spirit of it you know some of those questions in the in the first round were maybe a little bit too um i think i'll work on we we can talk about the the difficulty level yeah i suppose we we need to know yeah it's hard to know what a picture quiz anyway isn't it definitely, whenever you do doing any type of quiz and i suppose no we don't want it to i think be in that easy, first round john well, actually zizi got one but john was the only one who got a question right in the first round he was picking up bonuses all the way through yeah yeah because i mean lemmys were on a strong lead from the beginning weren't they they never they never lost the lead no i know i felt a bit sorry for i ZZ think they, I, I think they entered it into the spirit of things <laughs> now the other the other thing uh, just before we finish before we wrap this up it's very nice sitting and, and chatting to you and, and yeah. chewing the fat over the podcast um but the other thing so uh, what's coming up in the future we are planning on making three of these in the short yeah, term yeah. i think and hopefully uh, everybody who listens to it is going to love it and like it and, I don't know, subscribe and do all those things yeah. that people do with podcasts. So uh, I wonder whether we should just have a, a little uh, tell our audience of millions out there 
some of the the ideas we've got for plans for future teams because i think that's surely that's the most exciting thing much as people are going to love listening to you and me yeah they want to hear the people the really, fat, don't they? they want to hear the people so uh who, well, suppose, who's, who's on the cards for the next uh, not the, the people the show, maybe okay. just the show but you don't want to talk about the people because obviously people I, might yeah say they can do i it think a big spoiler then a big a big one i think that people will be excited about is drum roll Divorced, beheaded. Yes, I mean, I love Greece. No, <laughs> there's a little, a little spoiler. And the other, the other spoiler alert. But this is not, it's not definite. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to give you Go this. On. Okay, and then you can, you can just do, you can do uh, what with it. Make okay. it what you will. Okay. <laughs> Um, so uh, we could get John Robbins back uh, if we if we had a Hamilton team, but he's technically not in it anymore. So, but we yeah, that's that's what we're hoping for. I think that would be amazing. Maybe not for the next episode, maybe the one after yeah. that. Um, there's a few other shows. I'd love to get people in from Anne Juliet. Who who, yeah. who who are you thinking? Who who do you think we should? We want um we want uh, everybody's talking about Jamie team. I think as well. Oh, That'd be a yes, good one. Absolutely, everybody's talking about Jamie. And yeah. uh, do you know who fun. else? I would love to have a team from Come From Away. Um, yes. So maybe we can try and get come from away. They'd be good off against Jamie. each other. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be like uh, acoustic plays disco. <laughs> acoustic plays yeah. disco. That's what we should always have. And then, but uh, six and six and Hamilton would be like the hip hop hip hop playoffs, yeah. wouldn't it? There. And Juliet with. So we had the we had the Cameron Macintosh derby. Yeah. With uh, Les Mis and Poppins, although technically Hamilton is a. Cam Mac show as well, isn't it? That's true. That but true. we'd have the hip hop, the hip hop massive. We could have Anne Juliet against Thriller, uh, or and, yeah, good. or even Anne Juliet against Jamie as well. They're because they're, they're yeah, both Jamie kind of be good. Yeah. So we've got a we've got a. I mean, there's a whole smorgasbord of of, of West End shows out there to choose from, and yeah. there. Um, so we're just going to do our best to get the best get the best guests we possibly can. Yeah. Um, people with. Uh, I guess with a, a phone and who can sign up to Zoom. That's that's all we need, really. Yeah, we kind of just need performers who aren't working and in lockdown. Yeah, exactly. And we do want to. Um, yeah, we, we <laughs> performers who aren't working. That's all of them, Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we we shouldn't struggle we'll a, to get. We're going to get to hundred episodes. We, yeah, that should be the should be the target. Well, listen. Thank you so much for everything you did, and uh, and obviously you wrote some of those questions as well. The pleasure. And um and we tested the the questions on each other, so we'll continue to do that. Yes. So in the meantime, you you going anywhere nice? You, yeah. Well, I've come to the cupboard, the the sound record booth cupboard in my house. It looks, it looks very good. Yeah. So I'm gonna probably leave there and just go and sit on the sofa. Yeah. I thought watch, I might stay in telly. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fancy leaving, going out anytime soon. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I think that's everything. Is that have we covered everything we need to? Yeah. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media at Game of Shows Quiz and you can visit our website gameofshowsquiz.com and uh, we'll be back very soon thanks for listening thanks for listening Game of Shows
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.